Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Lift Effect podcast. I am your host, Matt McNeil, founder, clinical director, and director of human performance at Lift Effect, where we assist professional pilots with maintaining better mental health and optimizing their mental skills. The goal of this podcast is simple to help pilots and other high liability professionals and disciplines come out of the shadows to discover how we can live better lives personally and professionally. Join us each episode as we discuss various topics ranging from mental health, mental skills and performance to business, entrepreneurship, and a few other surprises along the way. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest episode of the Lift Effect Podcast. Hopefully, all of you are kind of over your Thanksgiving now. Turkey Day, face stuffing, and yes, face stuffing, and uh, and and it have had a great weekend, and are ready to gear up for the holiday rush. So, Matt, how was your holiday? Face stuffing. Face stuffing. Just <laughs> shove, shove it in there. Get, give me yeah, bring, yeah, yeah, the apple pie. I yeah, bring it. Okay, we oh, got pumpkin. Yeah, go ahead, bring it over. Yeah, and then and then it was two days of, oh my god, I feel like shit. Oh, I feel so sick. <laughs> oh, I can't sleep. Why is my heart rate 90 and I'm sitting here? You know, it was just, I only slept two hours. Uh, you know, it's just, it was terrible. I mean, it was, it was awesome. It was absolutely terrible. It's why it's once a year. I, n- I rarely ever, ever even do that. But we went out to this place. We did not cook this year. And it was so good that I was like, Get, yeah get br- bring all the desserts just 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 bring bring them all <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was i knew i was going to be just messed up uh and i was messed up and i have i didn't eat for like two days afterwards i just did not eat uh but it was fantastically amazingly awful in a good in a good way how was yours good we had uh relatives over and uh although we a turkey should be thanking us because we eat pork. My wife's Puerto Rican, so we had mm. so we had pork. Um, my relatives they brought over the turkey, and and then we had uh, oh my god, you named the pies. We had them. Uh, it was uh, like you said, mega stuffing. And then um, as I was telling the pre-show, one of my relatives, he's a magician, and so we got treated to a we get a private magician show every oh, year. Man, and he's always, so cool, and he's always testing out <laughs> and showing us his latest stuff. So. It was really cool. Was it my freaking son, everybody out? People oh like, yeah, ah, my, oh my little, my my two youngest, especially my youngest, is just absolutely enthralled. He wants to be a magician. Yeah, he just thinks it's so cool. Yep. Um, and some of those things, I'm going. I don't know how the heck he did it, but it's pretty. cool. It's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. But um, very cool. I know people didn't tune in to listen to us talk about our our Turkey Day uh, experiences, <laughs> but hopefully everybody else had good ones out there. Um, uh, but. Before we get into the episode, uh, today's uh, episode, which is uh, episode four or five in integrity, mm. what I want to do really quick is tell people about uh, one kind of change to what we're doing and also how they can get additional information and uh, a free newsletter from us going forward. If uh, And it should be on every different service that you can get our podcast on in the the show notes or the product description and the show description down at, uh, uh, when you click on it, there should be a thing that says show more. There are two links. One will take you to our premium uh, content, 
that will give you additional information. Uh, we just released, re uh, I think last Thursday, we released a, uh, a an episode that gave you kind of a glimpse yeah. into the kind of interview and kind of content you're going to get on the the premium side. Uh, you're gonna that was a partial. You'll get the full episodes. You'll get uh, transcripts, show notes. Uh, you're gonna get un unadvertised uh, bonuses and benefits that we haven't even started to talk about yet. Um, and also, it uh, it's gonna that's the place where you're gonna be able to ask questions going forward and basically uh, get all the things that you want to know answered there. That leads to the second part, um, which is going forward, our po uh, 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 podcast at Lift Effect is going to be for comments only going forward. So if, we, if you have comments, good, bad, or indifferent, we'd love to hear them. But the questions, we're going to reserve that for the premium side. It's $10 a month. It's, uh, there's no contract. It's a month-to-month -month thing. If you like it, stick around. Uh, if not, we understand. Um, the last thing is also the second link in that uh, when you uh, open up on each of the different services, there's a link that takes you to a free weekly newsletter that we put out that gives you little tips and, and ideas and thoughts. Anything you want to add to that on the, on the weekly newsletter or the premium? Um, you just, that I think the, the, the point too, of the premium is to, to be able to bring you better, uh, you know, more in-depth benefit. You, the, you can still listen to this, this, uh, version for free. That's fine. But it's, we didn't do Patreon. A lot of podcasts, podcasts have lets people make donations. Um, I, I didn't want to do donations. I would rather just provide you with some, uh, something even more, but if you get benefit out of this podcast we ask for your support through membership that's that's how we want to continue to grow the podcast if you uh want this to reach more people if you feel like we're bringing you something that's worth something we don't want donations we just ask that you 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 become a member so that we can provide you even more that's that's the impetus for that that's why we're doing that the weekly gouge is just for fun um, we've gotten really good feedback on it. We try to give you something to think about, something to chew on, a question to ask, something to ponder, uh, a rabbit hole that you can dive down. Cause Carl and I certainly like to go down rabbit holes as you probably know. So we just, you know, it's, often it's a link to a book or maybe a website or a, an article or something that you can explore that we think might just be, you know, something that you can do on the weekend or over, you know, over the course of the week, that's the purpose of the weekly gouge. Um, yeah, the questions, you can leave comments at podcastliftaffect.com. If you want to ask questions, it's going to be for premium members only, just simply to be able to filter through. There's only so much that we can get to. Uh, we've got quite a bit that we're trying to cover. And as we start to do more premium episodes where we're interviewing other folks, uh, our time is just getting you know a bit splintered. So this is a way to just be able to maximize our time and bring you the highest quality information. We just want to make sure that you understand we're not taking anything away from what we're currently doing. We're going to continue to give you exactly what you've gotten over the last year going forward. The premium side is going to allow us to go more in depth and allow us to bring you um, uh, featured guests that can talk about their specialties that may uh, intersect with the things that we've talked about or open up other ideas. So 
please don't think that this is going to be like that one is going to be at the cost of the other. Not this at all. is just an added uh, enhanced benefit that we feel like those that enjoy what we're doing. I think you'll love what's on the other side of the of the curtain, so to speak. Yeah, it's the way I figure it's the cost, you know, it's it's a, the, the cost of a Starbucks um, to be able to support the show and, and get more uh, access to more information. Uh, for those that decide that they want it. So that's the that's the reason. So we hope you do it. We're really excited. The first episode with William Hoffman is out on the premium channel. You can listen to a sneak peek of it here on the regular feed. But if you want to get the whole interview, you've got to listen, head over to the uh, the premium uh, feed, which you can click right on the link in the, in the description of the show. It'll take you over to Supercast and you can become a member. It's very easy to sign up. It's very easy to unsubscribe. Uh, but it just helps support what we're doing. And we really appreciate all the support we can get. So getting into episode four or five uh, in our multi-part series on integrity, we've, uh, we've covered trust, truth, responsibility, and results so far. I know you're going to give a quick uh, recap. I just want to ask you one quick question before you do or after you do. Mm. And that is, have you gotten any feedback on what mm. people have yes, heard so far? Yes, a lot. Some really, really good feedback. The feedback has been overwhelmingly positive, uh, which is not as, you know, if it's negative, that's okay too. Uh, but for, you know, we've gotten really good feedback on this. Um, one particular uh, comment said, this is, you know, I, I wish I had been able to listen to this earlier. It would have saved me a lot of, uh, you know, emotional pain in my relationships. Um, and so, but that kind of like, hey, this is really useful. Um, this has given open my eyes to not just, uh, you know, being able to tell the truth, uh, was what we think about integrity or, or just, you know, moral uprightness, but really getting into what is the nuances of being able to bring the best of who we are and to be able to, to flourish, which is, you know, V1, that's our ultimate goal. Um, and I think that's our ultimate goal as human beings is how do we flourish and bring the best of who we are? Cause when we don't, we end up, uh, becoming pretty diseased, diseased. Um, so that, yeah, the feedback's been overwhelmingly, uh, very positive. We covered trust, truth, uh, last week we covered responsibility and results. And this week we're going to talk about the, um, ability to embrace negative, the negative and growth. So I, I, I cover, I recovered trust and truth last week. Let me just re tap uh, responsibility and results with responsibility. I'm, I just view it as radical responsibility. And that's the, the ability to commit to assuming complete responsibility of every aspect of your life, whether that be physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, all of these areas of your well being, And it's to become dedicated to empowering others, uh, to do the same. It is not blaming responsibility is not blaming. Now here's the key. It's not blaming others, but it's also not blaming yourself. See, when we blame ourselves, we get into a victim, villain, hero triangle, which we're going to do a full episode on, Carl. We're going to do that because I've gotten a lot of questions about that. I'll say it's coming. We're going to do one just based on the, the feedback. Blaming is blaming is blaming. Whether you're blaming somebody else or blaming yourself, it actually isn't taking responsibility. Taking responsibility is the ability to what we're going to talk about today, which is embrace negative and get yourself into a growth uh, state. 
if you blame yourself, you're, you're sort of losing the opportunity to embrace what has happened so that you can grow from it. There's not, remember, there's not winning and losing, there's winning and learning. And when we start to blame, blame actually creates defensiveness, whether it's to yourself or to anybody else, anybody else. So that is what, when we're not taking responsibility or when we're in an unresourced state, uh, we commit to blaming others or ourselves. Uh, we play this victim, villain, hero, and this leads to resentment. It leads to poor learning states, and it's de it's demotivating and it's demoralizing. And then it results if you're an organization, it results in higher turnover, uh, lower innovation. And what it really does is it starts to place this locus of control into an external versus an internal which leads to intrinsic motivation, ex extrinsic motivation, like title or corner office or, you know, epaulets or bank account numbers. Or, and, and that's just actually not taking responsibility. When you're resourced, you, you just commit to expressing creativity, genius, love, how we connect with others. Understand that self-blame is just, it's, it's toxic, just as toxic as blaming others. And it, what it says is the internal locus of control is how I can take responsibility. It comes internally from me to be able to grow from it. So that's responsibility. And, when we, and then the second piece we covered last week was a uh, results orientation. You, if you're, if you want to have the highest level of integrity, hey, tell the truth. Yeah, of course, be, be moral, but you got to be able to get results. And I think this is a key one, which gets into growth, which is why we're going to get into growth again, but is to, to get results, it, it means you don't have to be for everybody. You just have to be for the right sum. And so you got to know you're not going to be good at everything. You're, you're just not going to be the best at everything. And for our population, the people that we work with is we are so perfectionistic uh, because we have to be in many respects, but it, we start to integrate that into our ego of saying, I've got to be the, I have to just be able to be the best. I got to be, everybody's got to love me. No, not everybody does. And it, that creates um, a very identity diffused orientation, which is very closed. Wondering it, when we don't, especially when we don't get results, we go, oh my God, I'm, uh, I don't know who I am, <laughs> right? I, I, I'm, I, I must be. I, I must not be good enough for anybody. That's that perfectionistic thing. That's an identity diffused orientation. When you know what you're good at, you know what you suck at. And I'm not saying like don't improve or don't work on things. Like of course, you, but but sometimes you got to know. Like I just say, I'm not ever going to be very good at this. This is not where my skill set resides. And in order to be successful, I mean, growth is about saying yes, and success is about saying no. Sometimes you've got to be able to say, look, that is not where my skill set is. I need to farm that out, or I need to orient so that I can, I can actually go where my gift is, go where my, my abilities are, and not have to be great at, at this other stuff. It's like with business stuff, right? Carl, you're really good at accounting. I suck at it. I don't like accounting. I'm, it's not my strong suit. Um, I, I know just enough to be dangerous, but again, the dangerous part is when I start to try to get into it in a way as if I am good at it, that's where it becomes dangerous. That's what that means. I'm good enough to be dangerous, right? 
means, yeah, you're not that good at, that's not where your strong suit is. So let somebody else do that. You know, when I, uh, one of the things I tell my kids all the time, because, and I think young children are incredibly susceptible to peer pressure. Adults are too. Oh yeah. But as you're growing up, you know, you, I've, I've seen it now with my kids is that they go, somebody, they don't, nobody likes me or that person doesn't like me. And I'm going, if you try to be everything to everybody, you end up being nothing. That's right. To, to nobody. That's right. You know, not everybody's going to like you. You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. It, you're, you have to like who you are and understand that I, I tell people uh, I'm a WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get. If you like it, there's more. If you don't, well, then there's somebody else that's a cup of tea. And that's the same thing with your skills. You know, you you work on your strengths uh, because they're your strengths. You also try to minimize or mitigate your weaknesses, knowing what they are. Be honest with yourself, but don't try to sit there and be, you can't be everything. You can't be perfect at everything. We're lucky to be really good at something. Yes. Um, so that's I just right. feel like people, they just, they want to be liked. They want to be seen as the source of knowledge and expertise on whatever is asked. And it just doesn't, it's not reality. hundred percent agree. Okay. So now what? Well, now we got two more to cover here. We're going to talk about embracing the negative and growth. Boy, man, it's probably going to end up being a six parter if we don't get moving on this. Maybe we'll even cover another one. So let's talk about embracing the negative. So embracing the negative means when you are in a resourced state of mind, you actively seek out problems to solve them. It's very simple. You actively seek out problems. There's a, there's a quote that I just, it makes me tear up. I love it so much. No problems, no profit. I, I'm going to get that tattooed on my arm. Seriously. No problems, no profit. If you're like, oh, every, every, it's all good. Everything's great. But that, 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 it's like, this is preposterous. I, mean, I wish the airlines would learn this lesson. They all c spend so much time congratulating themselves on how great they are. Instead of actually seeking out problems, if you don't have problems, you don't have profit. When you're resourced, you don't see negatives as painful, but as an opportunity to improve. You've got to be able to recover motivation, hope, clear thinking, judgments, drive. And proactively, uh, uh, you know, proactively do that after, especially after a massive setback. That's a, that's what a, an integrity, somebody of the highest level of integrity, that they can embrace that negative. They separate themselves, and here's a key one: separate themselves from the outcomes, so that the problem become uh, becomes focused instead of on, uh, on on me. It's on the problem. That is highest integrity. When you make it all about you, that's actually that's a poor integrity state. That's a poor closed state where you're. Remember, when we're when we're closed or, or when we're unresourced, we are closed. We're defensive. We're committed to being right. When we're open, we are or resourced. We're open. We're curious, and we're committed to learning. When you're in a resource state around embracing the negative. You you take ownership of the results, especially when they're negative. Admitting defeat is seen as getting closer to a solution, not like, oh my God, this is the problem. No, it just means it's like the Edison, right? Okay, every experiment that doesn't work, well, we know that doesn't work. We're that much closer to figuring out what does work. And what this does is that actually, for you control freaks out there, which is our audience, which is me, which is Carl, <laughs> control freaks, 
This actually gives you greater control when you can embrace the negative. You know, when you said, I remember you said something that I thought was awesome. Uh, and I'm, I look at obstacles and problems the same way as you said failure. And what do you say? What have you always told me with failure? It's an opportunity to learn. Exactly. It's not people. If you look at it from that perspective, it changes. It's like you flip, you flip it on its head. You, you flip the quarter and now you're not seeing a tail. You're seeing a head. It's which, how you look at things will change the perspective completely. Key aspect of embracing the negative from a resourced integrity place. You, you've got to speak openly with trusted people about their shortcomings. Yeah, so you have to confront well, which means we, you, you care most about the results of the confrontation, not just I'm going to confront you. When you're unresourced, you confront to take care of your own personal needs. I'm going to get that guy, right? I'm going to get her. I'm going to teach her a lesson. Go hard on the people. When you're resourced, you go hard at the problem, not on the person. That is high integrity around being able to embrace the negative. Likewise, also, you got to be able to forgive. Faces the problem, then lets it go. Doesn't hold on to these grudges. When we don't, we, we and I think, look, look, even sometimes saying, well, I'm not, I'm not uh, not forgiving, but, but I am, I'm just trying to bury my head in the sand around it. That's low integrity. You can't bury your head in the sand. You've got to deal with it, but you've got to be able to forgive. Most importantly, when we're the ability to embrace the negative is just avoid problems to begin with. Like learn from your previous lessons so that you just try to avoid problems. It's not that you, you know, I've got to have problems to feel satisfied. No, you, you want to avoid problems. They're going to come along, but you got to be avoid them. When we're unresourced, just constantly putting out fires, you're not learning from previous mistakes, you're not integrating the previous mistakes. That's poor integrity. So that's embrace the negative. Let's talk about growth. I think of growth as like a tree. Trees are either growing or dying. So a tree is. And that's the same thing with people. Get layers of the bark, layers of the bark. If you're not growing, you're dying. When you're resourced, you have a drive to grow into more at every given moment, whether it's through your abilities, it's your skills, it's your capabilities, it's across all constellations of living. That's career, health, hobbies, emotions, all the whole nine constellations. We talked about that. It, it's this ability, they, they, the psychologists call it constant use. It's willingly engage in constant use. If you don't use it, it just it atrophies and it dies. When we're unresourced, uh, hunger or passion becomes injured or diminished, which then leadings to just these dull states of just maintaining. I'm just going to maintain. Orients towards comfort and stagnation. And this is the, here's, here's the key, key phrase in that. Well, this is how we've always done it. <laughs> that, that is a, a poor growth state. Well, it's not growth, it's not growth at all. No. You know, st- you've said certain words, dormant, stagnant kind of mark, you know marking time and place if you're not moving forward you're going backward mm-hmm. yep. because everything else is continuing to move forward so you're all you're doing is is like you say that's a putting your head in the sand at that point you're you're not acknowledging what's going on you're just kind of waiting and seeing often is is uh, can put you in a worse place instead of going okay what's the issue and what's the problem what's the process to get me to figure out what 
to, to solve that problem. That's right. Um, versus just going, oh, just, just, I'm not going to look at it. And if I avoid looking at it, then it'll go away. That doesn't work. And I will say, yeah, like, let's talk about the sort of what's adaptive more versus not adaptive, like need for more. Now, a good hunger for more is just creating from an outgrowth of authentic passion and investment in goals that are aligned with the deepest of core values. It's an expression of who you are and, and, and who you are becoming. That's, that's good growth. Uh, like unresourced growth is taking risks when you're actually kind of in learning mode. And I just akin that to like gambling. Gambling is an unresourced need for growth. You don't gamble. When you are not gambling, you're growing. That's it's, it's authentically just from an outgrowth of where you're at. It's, it's developmentally appropriate to be growing. So you, you take risks. There's always going to be risk. I mean, I just gave a talk on this uh, of, about safety and integrity. Risk taking is you, when you take risks, you do it from a position of responsibility, which is merely a move from a uh, structured security where someone else has to worry about the results to uh, a product. It's a byproduct of just kind of growing out of something. And it, it usually happens from a life cycle in business, uh, well, even in personal development, but it happens in the investing mode is where growth happens, not in um, uh, learning mode. That's, that's poor risk management. If it's like we're trying to understand something, you don't take risks in there. If you understand something and you're like, okay, now let's invest in it, that's proper risk taking. So what this comes down to is what kind of system do you operate in? If you're in a resource place, you operate in an open system, which means you connect to outside sources of energy, whether that's people or knowledge or environment, whatever it is. When we operate in a closed system, and boy, in the last four years of political nonsense, I mean, do you only surround yourself with people who believe as you do or who engage uh, you know, and o- they've only proven themselves to you, or you only take input from old sources, or people that only act like you, or look like you, or think like you. You're probably in a closed system, so you need to connect to outside sources of energy. Now, here's a key one: we're talk about development. And this is what what when I what just impressed me so much with uh, Carl Keller when I first met you was that do you allocate time? and money toward personal growth. Carl sure as hell does. I sure as hell do. With no immediate ROI, right? Do you make time? Or do you just say, I need to find the time? If you're going to say, I got to find the time, you're stingy. You want immediate ROI and you're never going to do it. If you, So it's kind of like, it comes down to time and money. If you are not putting in time and money, you are in a closed, unresourced state around growth. If you got to, I got this, I got to have immediate ROI. That is just, that is not a growth state. Growth state is you allocate your time, you allocate your money, you make the time. I mean, Carl and I don't have time in our schedules to do the podcast. We make the time. There's no time. If it was like, well, let's find the time, man. We'd still be kicking the can down the road. We make the time. That is a key aspect of having the highest level of integrity around growth. So that's, okay, I got time for one more. I want to do one more. Can I throw one yeah. thing in there real quick? Yeah, yeah. I know that it's going a little long. One of the comments I want to make about being resourced is 
look at it from a very personal perspective, it's a selfish thing. And the reason I'm going to say it's selfish absolutely is because don't you if you want to be better and grow do you does anybody think that they have all the answers all the knowledge all the 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 wisdom already inherently inside of themselves <laughs> it's by being resourced yeah. and leveraging all of the uh, uh, whether it's a book whether yes. it's a course whether it's a person this is how you grow you expand and you're leveraging it's like somebody say what's the best way to use money opm other people's yes. money. same thing here use other people's resources that's how you're going to grow that's how you're going to be get closer to those things that you uh people are going to want to you around them when you're doing those things because you're now their resource that's right that's right so it, it be looking at it from a selfish perspective. Oh, this totally. Is how you become more competent, more capable, more desirable as a mate, potentially. There's all those things that come with it. But if, like you say, the more closed you are, you're limiting all of your resources, your abilities, your, your knowledge. It, it just, it, you're going to only go so far. Well, let me tell you this. The greatest asset that you have in your life is you. It's not your, it's not your money. It's not your epaulets. It's not your toys in the garage. It's not your house. It's you. You are the vehicle that wins and loses, takes and, and gives. It's you. If you can't invest in you, you are in an unresort. You are closed. You are defensive, and you are committed to being right. You are your own brand. Yep. That's right. How do you enhance your brand? That's right. That's right. Okay, let's do one more. I know I wasn't going to do this, but I want to do one more, which is like a huge one. <laughs> Can we do it? Yeah, we'll do it. The ability to embrace sublime. That is a characteristic of the highest level of integrity. But let's talk about sublime. Some people call it transcendence. But what this is, is it's, it's a willingness to yield to something bigger than just yourself. Can you freely admit to not being God? I mean, one of the ways that you can, when I learned doing psych work, especially with like very inpatient, very sick population, it's really simple. Ask them one question. Are you God? Sometimes people say yes. <laughs> Why, yes, I am. We say, that's great. Okay, we've got really good medications and we've got locked wards and straitjackets that we can, we can work Shirts with you Shirts with here. very long sleeves. Yeah, we can help you <laughs> out with this, right? Right? I mean, but here's the deal. Like, when you are unresourced, now, of course, you're not going to admit that you're God, right? I mean, unless you're some level of insanity. Um, but regardless to whether you admit to, to, to being God, do you act as if you are God? Do you live as if you're the center of the universe where everything and everyone exists to serve you and your purposes? A lot of people do. And that is a lack of integrity. When you're when you have a willingness to yield to something bigger than just yourself. And you want to kind of a God or Allah or great spirit or hell, even if it's just a, your, your your kids swimming club. I mean, I don't care what it is. You've got to approach those people that can do that approach life as a journey of integration where they connect, they serve and discover their purpose within the grand tapestry of all existence. And in doing so, 
they become an important part of this greater whole where they uncover a profound sense outside of just a very self-centered existence. And so what that means is you have a willingness to become smaller in order to join something bigger. Yes. You know that I think this is one of the most difficult ones for people to either help someone else with or to help themselves. Because so often, if you ask the first question and say, I'm sorry, my phone is ringing in the background. I can't get to it. They say, uh, are you God? And they'll say, absolutely not. And then when you say the second part, do you act like God? Like you say, and they'll go, absolutely not. Even And then you start listing all these things. And for them to, to even embrace or acknowledge that they're totally oblivious to the fact that they are walking that path. And, and, and the, the, the converse is, look at yourself and saying, are you walking that path? Do you act like everybody should be jumping just because you said it? Does that Are you the one that has to be in control of everything and be the right one all the time? Yes. I, I think that's a very tough one for people to either see in themselves or have try to get other people to realize, hey, you may not think you are, but you're sure, sure as heck acting like you are. And uh, that's, that's, a, right. that's a tough one to do. It's very easy to fall into. So... When you are, the ability to embrace the sublime or to acknowledge the sublime or transcendence or something bigger, your values guide, your goals serve. When you're unresourced, your goals guide and your values are either non-existent or they're just lost. They just get lost, which is we do, you know, big value stuff. We do tons of values work. In therapy, never heard you say want. that. No, never heard me say that. <laughs> right, but, oh but it's Lord. this is why, right? So when you're resourced, yeah. you meet the demands of life via your behaviors, not just your thoughts and your feelings. When you're unresourced, you ask life to meet your personal demands. Uh, if if if, and the problem with that is, if you value yourself above 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 every everything else, when there's conflict, then only the self triumphs. You know what that leads to at the at its deepest form? Narcissism. That's what narcissism that. is. And, and it always leaves a path of destruction. Narcissism leads a path of destruction. I've experienced it with people. Carl, you've experienced it. I've experienced it with organizations. Sometimes it's a rogue CEO or an officer, or it's a captain that you fly with, or it's a, a chief pilot or whoever it is. If there's narcissism, it leaves nothing good in its wake. Nothing good. Yeah, it totally corrupts, corrodes the entire system. It just, it eats itself from within. It does. So you've got to be able to demonstrate when your highest level of integrity around the, around the transcendence, the sublime, you demonstrate an awareness of an ideal ego which leads to reality-based sustainable action. Um, when you're not the opposite of that, uh, you just lack awareness. <laughs> you don't demonstrate awareness, you lack it, which then what that leads to is reactivity over productivity. It's that response ability. See how this all weaves together? When we don't take responsibility, we just go into reactivity. Reactivity. Responsibility is the ability to respond. Reactivity is just, I just react. It's twitch. 
It's like twitch reflex. You've got to demonstrate awareness. And that's what this ideal ego, who is the, who am I and when I am at my best? What does that look like when I am thriving, when I am expressing the absolute best of who I am? It is not, I'm just hoarding everything to myself and I'm only aware of myself. That's nobody would say that. Nobody would say that. So, but, but we can lack awareness and then we become reactive and, and, and we just, the, the productivity goes out the window. And that is a whole, that could be a whole episode right there just by itself talking about that very thing. It's just, um, there, like you said, this is, the more you go into it, the more you realize there's so many things that all interconnect when you think each one of these is a standalone. They're not. They all af affect each one and you go, oh, well, I'm, this is the only thing I have an issue with. Yeah, but it impacts everything else around you, whether it's your ability to, um, like I say, embrace the negative or to be responsible, to have trust. And, and when when they want to go, when it has an issue, they all have an issue. That's right. So there you have it, folks. You've got embrace the negative. Well, it's, no, you got truth. You've got trust. Radical responsibility, not just step up and take it. I mean, like radically. Like your life depends on it because it does. The ability to get results, you got to get results. You can't just, just can't just be theory. It's just you got to get some results. You have to embrace to get those results. You've got to be willing to embrace the negative. You got to be able to fail. I ask my child every day, and I tell her my wife won't play. She doesn't like to play it. But I'm like, we sit at the dinner. How'd you fail today? How'd you fail today, Dad? Well, here's what I, how I failed. What are we going to do differently next time? This I'm going to try that next time fantastic high five across the dinner table that's it. you fail and carl you always say fail forward it, i say just be yes fail forward but be willing to fail i mean just like let that be on the table you you show me someone who says they've never failed i'll show you someone who's never tried that's right or who's lying to themselves or they're just full of it everybody yep. fails and can you embrace yep. it can you embrace that negative can you grow can you have a growth mindset be the tree is that that thirst that drive where you, you can't help but grow transcendence you got it to be to be able to be to to embrace anything that's bigger you've got to first become smaller don't be god you may not admit you're god but stop acting like you are more to come Any one uh, comment for the today? Ooh, let's see what sits on me today. Um, I feel like the the negative piece of th there's like losing well, like the, you know, just learn. Losing is just an opportunity to learn. If you can realize that that actually get for for you control freaks out there, which is includes me, gotta work on it. When you allow yourself the ability to fail, you actually are gaining greater control because you're not trying to hold on to something that's that's a titanic. And we can easily just like get into this cognitive dissonance where we're just we're just embracing something to try to because we are we are closed, we're defensive and we're committed to being right that we do not allow ourselves the luxury of failure of learning from failure. 
So I think that's a this understanding that you are gaining greater control by saying, "Well, I really screwed that up. That that didn't work, and I'm gonna. That's wonderful. Oh, fantastic! It didn't work. I mean, this is what's great when you when you really learn science. I mean, I read uh, Kuhn's Structured of Scientific Revolutions. That book changed my life in graduate school. I mean, this is like the scientific method. Like you learn, it's it's not about being right. That's the worst thing in the world. It's it's being oh look that didn't work wonderful this is fantastic now let's let's tweak okay that got a little closer fantastic it is living in the negative living in the failures gives you greater locus of control internal locus of control that can be expressed externally with with your behaviors with how you act how you relate how you design so that's what sits on me I I want to throw mine real quick and that is the embracing of the sublime. Mm. I, and I think we are horrible at that. Um, there's a, I don't know if it's true or not, it doesn't make a difference. Uh, but the, the analogy is there that a politician was going to the Houston space center and saw this guy sweeping the floor and says, what do you do here? He goes, I'm helping put a man on the moon. And I think we as pilots always think that we are the ones that make it work. If we don't fly that airplane, it's not going like that. It's, it's all on. We're part of a much bigger thing. And I've always said, do you think without the fueler, you're going to go very far without the, the uh, reservations people and the, and, and the baggage people that, the, that we're going to have anybody to fly, which means any bills to pay. We are all part of something, which means that we have to, we have to kind of look and go, we aren't the biggest piece. We are, like you say, a smaller piece of a bigger pie. And when we look at that through all of our lives, we're going to realize that's that's how we grow by sitting there not being thinking that we are the top of the food chain and everything else lives to serve us. Yes. And that's not the case. It's not the case. It's not the case. So, Man, I love this stuff. I I, I think this is so ah, uh, well, whatever. It doesn't matter what but, I think. You know, what do the you thing guys is, think? People, yeah. Yeah, people will it, this is not something that I think you just come to normally. People that think about this on their own are the rare breed. This is something that it, it takes time. It take, I hate, I'm not trying to offend anybody when I says it takes maturity. It takes experiences to start looking at these things. Cause I don't know that if I was 20, when I, when I was 20, would I be embracing these concepts and these thoughts? My minds were, my mind was on a lot of other things, but these are things that are so important that had I done that and had I had the maturity, I think that my life would have been so much more rich and so much more fulfilling, both for myself and those around. Me. You know, it's interesting because I think like somebody asked me the other day, uh, um, so somebody that we work with, he was like, dude, what, like, where did, he didn't really know my background that much. Um, and he's like, yeah, so I sort of just told him kind of like what, and he was like, holy crap. And, and as I was, because I have failed so much in my life, I have gotten my ass just handed to me. I've fallen on my face. I have had my, my, my nose in the dirt for so much, especially when I was really younger, not a lot of setbacks, really, really painful setbacks. And I think that it allowed, I, I was into this stuff at quite a young age, but it, it came out of tons of failure you know just just really devastating hard things yeah. really hard things 
And I just was lucky in that I found, you know, some tapes, you know, in the, in, remember cassettes, you know, I remember listening oh, yeah. to a, a Wayne Dyer cassette, you know, when I was like, like in, in high school. Um, and, and it, it, it changed, it changed me. It was like, it, it introduced some of this stuff to me that really allowed me to recover from some very devastating setbacks from a very young age. Um, and I just am, feel so grateful. And then I've been able to like, you know, take this and run with it and then help other people with it and see how it just helps them flourish as human beings. It's just powerful. I really encourage everybody to just keep an open mind and an open heart with the stuff that Carl and I are talking about. And I have to add this because you just brought it up and it just reminded me, you've given me the permission to fail. Yeah. I mean, yeah. give yourself the permission yes. to fail. You know, don't look at it. It's going, oh my God, I'm a failure if I fail. It's the permission to fail because that gives you the opportunity to learn. You try. So, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. You got to. And it's like the, no. it's the gamify thing. You know, when you play a video game, right, you get blown up. What do you do? You start again. You know, you're like, okay, let's guys keep going. <laughs> you know, watch yeah. kids, you know, and they're and they're they're playing video games and they're and or they're playing sports and they get, you know, get hammered and they they laughing and they're like, Yeah, let's get up, let's do it again. That is giving yourself permit. So we we play, we can play around this. And yeah. we we are naturally as animals, <clears throat> as humans, we're animals, we're like puppies and cats and dogs. We like to play. It's like squirrels running around chasing each other. There's this, Sometimes we forget that we do that. We do. We get so serious. You know, we we take the world yeah. on our shoulders. Feel like everything is going to come down to our ability to succeed all the time. And it's like it's just absolute utter horseshit. Learn to play, gamify if you have to. Give yourself permission. You're going to get so much more out of your life if you allow yourself to screw up and keep going. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Instead of the last one thing today, you got the last three or four things. <laughs> We just think that this is really important stuff and it makes us, we get wrapped up into it and, and, and Matt even more so than I, cause he, I feed off of him. So with that, we thank you again for being a part of uh, this week's episode. Uh, just remember in the episode description of all the services, there are two links, one for the premium content uh, and one to get the, the, uh, the newsletter that's free. Also, Please send your comments to podcast at lifteffect.com. And also, last but not least, please share this with other people. Let them know that this is out there. That's how we've gotten so many of our comments. People are saying, somebody told me about this, and I'm so glad they did. We want more of that. That's We're word of mouth. That's how we get it out there. We thank you. We appreciate you. And we can't wait to see you on next week's episode. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Lift Effect Podcast. If you want to dive deeper into this episode and every episode, go to our website, lifteffect.com forward slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, we would love it if you'd follow us on Spotify and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate your support. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, all with the ID Matthew McNeil. This show is brought to you by Lift Effect 
a clinical mental health and consulting company that assists air carriers, corporate flight departments, pilot unions, and commercial pilots by providing comprehensive psychotherapy and mental skills coaching services to pilots with mental health and mental performance related issues. Visit lifteffect.com, that's L-I-F-T-A-F-F-E-C-T.com to book your free consultation. And finally, this podcast is for general informational purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of counseling, psychotherapy, medicine, or any other healthcare service, including the giving of medical advice. No therapeutic or provider-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and any materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional psychological advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining advice for any psychological or medical condition they have, and they should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on the Lift Effect Podcast.